Um, okay. Hey, we are going to just jump right in tonight. Um, I am going to uh, let you know we are taking a pause this evening from uh, Book of Romans. Everybody say, oh, I know. I know. We're so close. We're so close. If you missed last week, you should listen to that one. If you heard last week's and maybe you want to talk about it, I would love to do so. I think it's one of those that, um, you know, there's obviously a wide range of spectrum uh, perspectives on Romans 13. Uh, so what you heard from me last week is just one little slice of that. So if you would want to talk about Romans 13 or you have questions about stuff that I said last week, I'd love to talk to you, um, even maybe clarify some of that. So, um, yeah, let's do that. Um, if you don't know where to find me, um, I'm right here. Uh, what else? There was something else. I feel like it's related to Romans. Uh, yeah, it comes back to me, it will. All right, tonight, instead, I want to talk about the state of the light, where we are and where we're headed, and some important um, updates with that, things you should know about. And um, I, I want to start with that by going back a little bit. And so we are in March already. Um, wow. But, um, you know, as we, as we kind of frame this conversation this evening, I want to I go back to uh, something that we did at the beginning of this year, which is really asking the Lord, seeking the Lord together, um, both for ourselves individually, but also for this community, uh, for his direction, for his guidance, for his voice. Um, and that's something we've tried to do every year, particularly at the beginning of the year, to just um, make that our priority, make that the precedent. And so we did that this year, um, same as we have for a number of years. And um, there are a couple of things that came out of that initial time of listening and responding and sharing what God was saying that I want to bring back um, to kind of the, the uh, front of our view this evening. And so the first one was um, in the middle of talking to you guys about that and we were reflecting on uh, Romans and what it means to um, have our minds renewed and what it means to uh, approve the will of God. And um, I asked this question and, and I, I, I framed it like this, even as we're thinking about the will of God and um, his purpose in and around us, I said, you know, wouldn't it be amazing if we found ourselves at the end of this year looking back and seeing that each one of us and all of us together um, were right in the middle of what he had for us, his, his desire, his design, his purpose. Um, how amazing would that be? And we, we can look back and, and look back without regret and look back with confidence and look back with um, gladness and grateful hearts, but also just with um, uh, just a sense of, wow, God, you led us into that. Um, and I kind of framed it that way uh, for us to just think about, you know, is that what we want? Is that what we are, are after? And um, to just encourage us to think about that. Um, I, I would actually invite you to, to listen to that message again 
Um, I believe the title is something like, uh, yeah, words for a new year. There you go. (laughs) I meant to actually get the date on that one, but I didn't. Um, So I would encourage you to listen to that full message again, because there's some other things in there that I'm not going to unpack tonight, but specifically about God's provision in that, um, God's provision for what's ahead, um, God's provision as he leads us into walking in his plans and purposes and being in the middle of those things. Um, and just this idea of this year being a year of, of abundance um, for that. So that's the first thing I want to remind us of because I believe God is still um, wanting to do that thing and um, wanting us to be thinking about that. You know, um, if, if that's going to happen between now and December, that means we need to probably not forget about it by March, uh, right? I mean, he he's hasn't forgotten about it. So I just want to encourage us to not forget about it so we can participate with them, uh, cooperate with him, uh, move with his spirit. Um, the second thing, um, you guys might recall, um, our leadership team took a, uh, a weekend, uh, took a Saturday as a planning retreat, um, and more, more than planning, we took some time away to do that very thing for this community, um, to listen, to ask God um, what he wanted to say. And we came back with uh, a series of words um, that we shared that Sunday here, and um, the word for me was purposeful. The word for me was purposeful, and I explained what I felt like that meant um, really just continuing to um, hone in on what it is that God would have for us. And it's related to that other question that I had, which was a couple weeks prior to that, but it was along the same lines. This is um, coming back to this question, um, what, what are we supposed to be doing? What is my purpose? And how do I, how do I um, accomplish that to its fullness right now um, with my time and energy focus um, allocation of resources all of those things my prayers um. and so I want to talk about a little bit of that um, for me a little bit for me but also for this community um, answering this question of purpose as it relates to where we are right now as it relates to where we've been a little bit and also where we're headed. Um, as I've reflected on that word since then, um, one of the things that I've come to realize for me is that um, some of my purpose has been shifting for some time. Um, I, as I uh, was looking back and God just kind of helping me see this, um, I've realized there's been some things that um, I've been called to do here um, that probably for a good two years now have been pretty difficult in a way that prior to that, they weren't so difficult. And when I say difficult, it's not that they're challenging. I mean, yes, there's challenging aspects to uh, a lot of what um, I've been called to do, and there's joyful aspects to a lot of what I've been called to do. But um, 
It's that they've been difficult in the sense that um, the the kind of desire to do them has um, has waned some, and specifically um, those things for me have been in the area of pastoral care. Um, that's probably the best way I could kind of describe it as like a, a larger umbrella, which is kind of weird to say because here I am, that's my role, um, your pastor. <laughs> um, it's been things like, um, yeah, it, it, I, I don't know. Even sometimes I've shared this with you, coming up here and giving a word every Sunday, um, preaching as much as I I love that as much as I value that. Um, it's been difficult at times, and maybe it's something about the 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 week in week out aspect of it, the ongoing kind of need for it. Um, the there there's something about what is needed for a local church community that requires this consistency, requires this care, requires this nurturing, and kind of creating. Um, some predictability. Um, I think we need some of that for, uh, there's certain aspects of growth that really need that. Um, And so I I love those things. I acknowledge the need for those things, but I also am realizing some of that has been hard for me to do with passion. Um, Does that make sense? If it doesn't, talk to me later. That's the best way I can describe it. as I'm reflecting on that, in that same time frame, some other things have come clear. Because um, I'm asking, okay, God, if that's true, if that's been happening, you know, um, is there anything that I have felt like there's been momentum behind or there's been passion behind um, in a way that it has been easy? And the answer is yes. There has been things that um, I've been... Uh, tasked with doing here. That's part of why I'm still here, because I think if I had um, just been in a place of constantly feeling like, I'm not sure that um, this is life-giving for me, I probably would have um, taken a step back a while ago. But there have been things um, specifically that have have been growing in that that way. Um, And I would kind of put it in two camps. If, If this other camp is sort of care um this this area that's been growing for me has been this area of building and creating um and so if the first one is really what we would look at under the pastoral gifting i'd say this one is what we might look at and understand under an apostolic gifting that's really interesting for me to say because um much in the same way like seven years ago i I stood up in front of people and said, I never thought I would be a pastor. There's an aspect of this, this area that's growing that still is like, I'm a little uncomfortable with. And I'm thinking like, really, I don't know any apostolic leaders or maybe a few, but even the ones I know, they don't really want that title or feel comfortable with it. So I definitely don't. Uh, but that's the best way I can describe some of this shift that's happened for me, and it's in the area of purpose. Um, and so as I've been thinking through that, I, I've, I think it's kind of just come to the surface, even in the past few weeks, in a way that's um, been clear for me, and it's making me ask the question, okay, God, what are you doing there? Now I want to look specifically at the light. 
And as I came back to this word purposeful, asking the Lord to speak into that and asking God, okay, God, what is our purpose and what has it been? Um, I felt like, you know, we've, we've been here for um, going on 13 years um, this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some of us have been there from the very beginning. Um, 13 years. And um, there's been a lot that's been a part of our legacy. But if I can name one thing that I felt like the Lord was highlighting to me, especially in the past six years or so, it's been a, a focus on an opportunity to equip leaders um, and to send them out in purpose, on purpose. It's been the opportunity, the privilege to see people come into this community with um, incredible calling, incredible um, gifts, um, incredible capacity, and to get to sow into that, to get to water that, to get to nurture it. And there have been times for me as, as, um, as your pastor that I've, I've just been really humbled and even this kind of like, God, I don't know um, why you thought this was a good idea, but um, I'm humbled that you've brought us into this. And it's also brought uh, us to a place of saying, God, we need your help to be able to do this well um, so that we don't um, squander something that you've given to us, that you've brought into our midst. Um, and so there's been... Uh, a sense of real responsibility to that. And by His grace um, uh, and the leading of the Holy Spirit, we, I feel like we've done actually a really good job of that. Um, you know, that's us patting ourselves on the back a little bit. But it, that's, that's because of, of, of God. And I be, think it's because of what He's um, helped us to do. And I think it's because of part of His design that He's wanted to accomplish here. And so we've, we've done that for um, quite a while. And, um, and, and the, um, the context for that thing that I think will, will be a part of the legacy of this church when we look back on it, uh, the context for that has been this. It's been us meeting together on Sundays. It's been us gathering for worship. It's been us meeting for home groups. It's been um, us as a local church body. Um, that's been the context uh, for this thing, equipping leaders and sending them out with purpose on purpose into the world. Um, and as I've thought about that, even recently, I, I've just been asking God, is that the context that is supposed to be um, how we continue. Okay. Um, like, is the light supposed to continue to exist as a local congregation, meeting on Sundays, gathering together week in, week out, or is it supposed to perhaps be something else in the future? Um, so really, I'm asking the question, uh, is this the appropriate way for us to continue to fulfill our purpose? Or is that shifting in some way? Either our purpose or the way we fulfill it, or perhaps both. 
Um, I want to look at a passage real quick from Mark 2. And as I was reflecting on some of this and sharing some of these thoughts with um, some of you know him, Jean-Philippe, good friend of ours, part of this community for a long time. Him and his family are one of those um, groups of people that we sent out back to France. I mean, we would have kept them here if, if they would have let us, but, um, or if God would have let us, but uh, he didn't. So they've been back in France for like going on five years now, and we've stayed in touch, and him and I have connected on a regular basis, and, and so I reached out to him, and I'm sharing some of this with him, and as I was, this, this, um, this parable from Jesus came to mind, and it felt appropriate to where we're at. Um, it's in Mark 2, and um, obviously the context here is different, so I'll just preface by saying that. But it says, now John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting. Some people came and asked Jesus, how is it that John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees are fasting, but yours are not? Jesus answered, how can the guests of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? They cannot, so, as long, so long as they have him with them. But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, and on that day they will fast. Now, that's the specific thing he was addressing. But then he gives this parable, right? He says, no one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. Otherwise, the new piece will pull away from the old, making the tear worse. Again, another picture. He says, no one pours new wine into old wine skins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins. And both the wine and the wine skins will be ruined no, they pour new wine into new wineskins. And you can just leave it on, on that verse. And I was talking to him about where I feel like I'm at and where we're at as uh, a church. And this was the, 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 the thing that came to mind. I said it, it feels like um, there's something that God is wanting to do that if we stayed where we're at, and what we've been doing, that'll be like putting new wine into an old wineskin. And when we think about what Jesus is saying here, um, he's talking about timing. He's talking about purpose. He's talking about how God is constantly on the move. And, and, and if that's true, then that means that the way that we did things yesterday may not be the way we do things tomorrow. And in this case, they're looking at the, the history of, of, of discipleship and of, of people following um, leaders. And there was a precedent for fasting in there. And then there was Jesus and his disciples. And they were doing it differently. And it was like either he's not really serious about God or God's doing something new. And, um, and we need to understand what it is. I think we know um, which one it was, right? And so he begins to explain this, and he's talking about timing, and he's talking about this new wine, and I think that's a picture of this new life, this new thing that God um, may be doing, and, um, and the wineskin is the container for that. The wineskin is the context for that. It's, um, it's, it's the time and the place and the thing that will uh, hold it. And yes, you can't, um, contain God, but at the same time, he, he actually 
um, allows himself to take um, residence in a time and place. Wow, that, that is Jesus. Um, that is God coming to earth. That is his kingdom entering into um, Baltimore, to the light, to our world. And so um, it's important for us to look at and ask those kinds of questions. And um, with that in mind, um, what I'm saying is I think it's time for something new. I think it's time for something different. Um, I think it's time for um, the light um, to exist in a different way. Um, and I know for some of you that's brand new information. I know that might feel sudden. I know that might feel surprising. Um, but I want you to know that this is something that um, given the time that has been spent, the attention that's been spent over the past few weeks, um, seeking God in this and responding, frankly, to um, God initiating some of this, um, I feel pretty confident about it. Um, and I want you to know that this isn't something that was done in a vacuum um, in terms of making this sort of decision. And I'm going to talk about some implications and specifics of this. Um, over the past few weeks, I've had a chance to meet with every one of our leaders in this church face-to-face to talk through some of these things, to process and share some of the same things I'm sharing um, with all of you right now. And um, every single one of those conversations told me something important, but all of them pointed to this. Um, this past Monday, I got all of those people in the same room together um, to basically uh, make sure we were on the same page and um, that, to see what we were sensing together. And it was, um, it was the same. And so uh, we thought it was best to, um, to communicate that as uh, clearly and quickly as possible um, for our entire church community um, so that we can begin to uh, walk forward into what God has next uh, for each of us individually um, as we are... Um, Seeking after that, being right in the middle of what he would have for us this year um, and for this community um, as a whole. And so um, one of the conversations I have is with David, who's not here tonight because he's um, actually visiting um, another couple. Some of our really good friends, the Bergs and St. Louis, were also a part of this community for a long time. Um, Mike and Amanda, and so he's having a good time uh, over there. <laughs> What's that? Eating barbecue. <laughs> yeah, perhaps eating barbecue. We can only imagine and dream that we were there. Um, but in, in conversation with David about some of this and sharing some of these things, he said this. He said, you know, we've sent out a lot of people as God has led them. And he says, I... I, I wonder if perhaps now God is 
in fact, sending all of us out into what's next. And I, I just feel like that is, um, that's not just a question, but I feel like that's what he's doing. Um, and I don't know what that means for every single one of you. And what uh, my heart and desire is, is that over the next um, weeks that we will um, have the, the time necessary as much as that takes and as much as needed to process that with you um, and to process that together. <coughs> um, so I want to just address, uh, address quickly here a few things in regards to what that does mean for us. And then I also want to let you know that um, I, I have reservations about sharing all this up here with the microphone, partly because I do want um, it to be a conversation. And so we will take some time after tonight for anybody that wants to stick around, to ask questions, to talk about it some more, <coughs> to clarify anything that you might need to clarify, um, need clarified. But real, real quickly, I do want to answer maybe some initial questions that some might have um, in regards to what this means for each of us and for us together. Um, first is... Um, How much longer? <laughs> um, we're aiming for April 12th, uh, which is Easter Sunday, to be our last um, corporate gathering, Sunday gathering. And I feel like there's real significance behind that. Um, someone actually reminded me after we um, determined this that um, one of our first um, launch uh, launches was actually um, Good Friday. <laughs> um, maybe that's why Good Friday has always held a really special place for us. Um, um, but we decided Easter, and I feel like the reason for that is really because what we're talking about is not um, just the end of something, although it is that, um, but it's the beginning of something new. And it's the beginning of, of, of some new life and purpose that I believe God is establishing. And so um, what better time than to uh, acknowledge that on Easter, which is a new life for all of us. Um, so we're going to have that um, be our last public meeting, and it's going to be an awesome celebration. Um, our hope is that folks who uh, who moved on to other things will come back and be a part of that time. There's some other things that we're hoping to do together um, to really... Um, make it uh, not just a it's not about, about hyping it up or trying to like um, I don't know do something you know it's, sometimes that's even what happens with Easter but um, we want to really give God all the glory he's due for what he's done over um, the past 13 years and so um, there'll be some more info on that Marie's got some awesome ideas that um, you, you'll hear about um, and we'll be taking some time to coordinate that. Um, so stay tuned for those things. Um, second is beyond Sundays, um, specifically our home group gatherings. Um, I don't have a determination yet on when those win. Um, it'll be a little bit different, no doubt, um, for Thursday versus Tuesday. Um, and some of that will also be uh, determined by the group themselves and um, 
some practical things like finishing up the Nouwen book. Um, and uh, maybe if folks want to meet beyond that, then there's opportunity for that to happen as well. Um, so just to clarify that. Um, and one thing that um, us concluding in the middle of the month will do on a practical level, it will give us a little bit of time to gather the rest of our things that are here and figure out what we're going to do with them. Um, our, our lease actually has been approved by St. Michael's to be on a month-to-month -month basis right now, so um, we will be communicating some of these same specifics to them now that um, we've made a determination. And um, so I think our aim is to uh, conclude our lease here at the end of April, so give us a little bit uh, more time after officially stopping to meet on Sundays to um, to make arrangements for our things. Um, lastly, or, or I guess just a couple other things with that, um, we, we want to um, make plans together for what's next as it relates to being um, tethered and involved in local church community. Um, and so like, you should know that uh, your pastor is already um, thinking about that for himself, and so you should too, and we will be doing that together, um, and so part of that means we want to take some time together for anybody that wants to over the next weeks leading up to that, and even after Easter to visit some um, other area churches, um, and the awesome news is, guys, there is amazing family in this city. Um, like we're, you know, um, there's awesome stuff that we've got to be a part of here, but there's so much other awesome things that God is doing in his church in Baltimore. Um, and so I have no doubt that, um, wherever each of you lands, um, you're going to be in good hands. And so, uh, we want to help make that transition smooth and help you as you're discerning what that looks like. And so part of that is um, just being willing to go together. So we're going to have some um, a list of specific churches and a schedule. And what we're asking for with that is that if you want to go to that specific church and are available, um, that you would let us know. Because if we don't have folks that want to go, then we won't um, designate that visit. Um, but as long as there's interest, then we'll go together. And maybe for some, that might make it a little bit easier to just connect and, and get acquainted. And also, um, most of those will be places that um, we already have relationship with the leadership and, and know um, about that church community and, and that they're doing awesome things. And so um, you can consider it in that way endorsement as well because, um, you know, not every church is uh, created equal. So, um, and uh, I'll just say with that, if there are, uh, we may not get to visit all the churches that we would say, you, you should totally check this out, and, and, and if you landed here, you'd be in good hands, um, but we'll try to make a larger list, and so if there are places even that come to mind for you um, that we should share as a community, let us know so we can get that um, on that list. Um, so there will be some group visits, and uh, we'll, we'll send out a schedule when we have some of that um, arranged. I guess the um, ice cream party's over. There's one out in the back. Um, the last thing is, um, 
partly what's next for the light. And I said, I feel like there's some transition of purpose here. Um, and uh, actually for the past six months, um, kind of disconnected from this has been um, this conversation and, and discerning uh, that David and I initially started uh, with and others have been a part of as well. Um, and just this growing desire to see there be um, some sort of a, 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 um, a way to continue to connect with um, our church community that has gone out and is somewhere else. And um, specifically um, to continue to pour into um, that, that leadership piece. And so um, I'm not going to get uh, into it much further tonight, but I will say that um, I am really encouraged and excited about um, the light. Um, I, I, I believe that God is continuing to call the light to equip leaders um, and that there's going to be some opportunities for that to happen in the future. I mean, some of you will be a part of that as well. But essentially, um, uh, instead of that happening here in a local church context, that will look like an international leadership network, um, people connecting um, all over the world together, um, um, seeking God together and pursuing the kingdom and kingdom impact. Um, so like I said, more to come on what that will be and what it will look like, but um, there's been something um, brewing on that for at least six months. And, um, and so I'm, I'm excited about uh, what God is going to do through that and um, even how that may impact uh, some of you. So um, I know it's a lot. And like I said, we're going to have some Q&A time at the end of this. Um, but I am, um, you know, I'm confident in, um, in this. You know, I've, I've, uh, I've, um, I've told God um, too many times to count that I will stay here and I'll do this as long as you want me to. And uh, so even when I share that, you know, there have been things that have been challenging for the last couple of years, like that, that's not the reason that uh, we're making this shift. Because I've told God in the middle of those challenging things, God, until you say something else, this is what we're going to keep doing. Um, and, uh, and yet it feels like now is the time. And, um, and I just want to pray for all of us. I want to pray. Because, um, like I said, even in the conversations I've had, one of the things that um, I felt got stirring is just how, as we make this transition, there, there, is, um, there are things that are for each one of us that um, he's been preparing longer than you realize um, for you to step into. Um, and we talk... Um, We've talked at times about this thing called making space where you, you remove yourself from something or you step out of something that, that needs to be taken care of or needs to be done. Um, it either won't get done or God is going to have to come in and provide the person or the thing to accomplish it or to fill it. And I feel like part of what this is, this step, and if you feel like there's... Um, there's um, 
something that, like you're stepping into not only the unknown, but the loss of something, we, we all are, we all are. But at the same time, we're, we're, we're making space um, for God to provide for what's next and what we need. Um, and I believe that's what he wants to do in each of our lives. And so I want to make space for him to do that. And I want to pray into that and um, ask him to do that. And I want to let you know that um, we will do whatever we can and are supposed to do in helping encourage and, um, and, and seek God's direction in that happening. Okay? So let's pray. God, we thank you um, because you have been so faithful to us. We thank you for your provision that is um, squarely found in your son, in his uh, work on our behalf, in his sacrifice on the cross, in his sending the Spirit, directing us to the love that you have for us. And the family that you've prepared for us and the feast that you've set for us. And God, we thank you. We thank you that Together, we've got to experience that. And God, we thank you that even though some things are changing, even though some things are coming to an end, um, God, that, that this is just the beginning. And that who we are in you and what you're doing and the family that you've established and that we've got to experience together is, is, um, is continuing and it's growing. And there's so much more to it. And so, God, I pray. I pray for each person here. And I come back to what you said. God, it's our desire that we would be right in the middle of what you would have for us this year. And, God, when I said that, I wasn't expecting this kind of a shift. Um, but when I said that, I was saying it without restriction, without limitation, without caveats. And so, um, God, that means this included. And so... Um, God, I pray for each person in this room that, that that thought, that desire would be in the forefront. And right now, regardless of what they know, regardless of what we don't know, regardless of what's next, that we would just we would give you our yes again. And we would say, God, we want to be right in the middle of what you have for us. And God, we believe that that is good things, better things. And so we want to trust you with that. And God, I pray um, that you would, um, by your grace, that you would lead us together in a way that um, is um, not only meaningful, but um, where we sense that. We just sense your hand along the way as we're taking these next steps together and as we're looking at what's next. And um, God, I pray... Um, God, that it would be a time of celebration. I pray it would be a time of just giving glory for your faithfulness all along the way.
Yeah, God. Bless your name. Amen. Um, we're going to take communion tonight. And um, when you're ready, you can come and receive. And um, we just come to receive God's faithfulness on our behalf through His Son, His body broken, and His blood shed for the forgiveness of our sins. And um, let's just continue to worship Him as we close tonight.